This podcast contains discussion of suicide. Listener discretion is advised. This is Anthems. Hello, my name is Ben Hunt. I'm an LGBT news correspondent and presenter. Your word of the day is champion. I'm the last one left. Let me explain. I'm a 28-year-old black gay man living in London, England. Like many LGBT people, I had a hard time growing up. With a forced smile slapped on my face, I pushed through some of the most challenging years I may ever experience. Secondary school was a drama. From 2003 until 2009, I was completely lost. On the outside, I looked like I was slaying it though. I had straight A's, I had ambitions, I was in relationships with popular girls. Everything seemed to be fine. But deep down, I was going through a never-ending crisis. At a time when people were discovering themselves and becoming unique individuals, I still had absolutely no idea who I was. I felt like an alien. I knew that I fancied girls, but I thought I might fancy guys too. To be honest, I didn't know whether that was even a thing, and it caused me years of stress wondering if there was something wrong with me. Weirdly, 2005's series of Big Brother gave me the representation that I needed. A 40-year-old black gay housemate called Derek. Yes, he was an ultra-well-spoken, fox-hunting conservative guy, but he was also a black gay man just living his best life. Little 14-year-old me would stay up so late to watch him as much as I could, studying his mannerisms and his quirks, thinking if I could just use them myself, I might end up just as happy as he seemed. For weeks, newspapers, panel shows and changing rooms were buzzing with people laughing about what madness Derek was up to in the house. A posh-sounding black gay man, they'd say. Mental. And I'd laugh along. Then after two and a bit months of having someone like me readily available and right there to see and look up to, Derek was evicted in the final week of the show. Once again, I was alone, but this time I knew there must be others out there like me. So I went on the hunt. Chat rooms, message boards, weird online games, local band rehearsals, sports teams, book clubs. I was just on the lookout for someone anyone to make me feel less alone. Well, I found my people. Teenage guys just like me, all black, all gay, or at least slowly coming to terms with being gay, and all confused and scared about what to do next. My closest friends were Michael, Sean, and Raphael. Through the ups and downs of young adult life, they stood by my side. They didn't know each other, but the combination of these guys was like a care package for my soul. As much as I felt weird and ugly and alone, I wasn't an alien after all. They felt the same, and they wanted to share and care too. Suddenly, the thought of lying to my parents, sprinting out of the house, and visiting my first gay bar was less of a scary solo mission impossible and more of an exciting team adventure. But then they started to leave me. First, there was Michael. He lived up north and was super camp. We met on a residential for young people's parliament. I always thought my gayness was quite undercover, but Michael saw right through it. He cornered me after my opening speech and whispered, are you gay? 
I immediately said no. But later that night, I somehow drummed up the courage to backpedal and tell him I did like boys. Over MSN, obviously. Suddenly, the floodgates opened and years of confused teenage trauma flowed through our fingertips and down into our keyboards. After a couple of years of supporting each other, I didn't hear from him for a few months. It wasn't until a mutual friend invited me to a Facebook group celebrating Michael's life that I knew Michael was found hanging in the wardrobe of his university accommodation. Then there was Sean. Sean was a true party boy. He was from South London, which at the time, to an East London boy like me, was basically like he was from the other side of the world. I remember him messaging me about exploring London's gay area, Soho, for the first time. He was so excited to go. But when he got there, nobody spoke to him. Nobody chatted him up. It wasn't like the gay shows we'd secretly watched together, where a guy walks into a gay bar and immediately everyone looks at him, ready to tear his clothes off. Sean walked in alone, and he left feeling even more alone. He really struggled being dark-skinned and gay. I don't think he ever got over that loneliness and feeling of not being accepted, but for a while he tried to find it in drugs and partying. After years travelling the world and hitting more gay parties in his 22 years than I may ever see in my lifetime, he ended his life in a very sudden and public way. And Raphael, still too fresh for me to properly process, but a sign that 2020 was not going to be my year as I had thought just a month earlier. His family told me he died from natural causes, but they were heavily religious and never supported his sexuality. So it's no surprise that it was actually suicide. Raphael's fiancé wasn't invited to his funeral. So you see, as of February 2020, it's just me. Of those four young black gay men meeting for secret pick-me-up chats and hustling to make their mark on the world, I am the last one left. After chatting for years, I can honestly say I don't think any of them wanted to die. They were just trying to escape from a situation that seemed impossible to deal with. And at that particular moment, dying seemed like the only way out. People sometimes ask me why I use my social media in the way I do. You won't see hot takes on issues or hashtag first traps, but you will see my family. From my mum and my dad smiling as they hold copies of Attitude magazine with their black gay son on the cover, to my boyfriend and rescue puppy chilling next to me on our sofa. When I got my job covering LGBT stories, I quickly remembered the little boy I was, less than 14 years ago, who needed to see someone, black and gay, just living their life. We need positive representation now more than ever before. So many games award winner status to the last man standing. The main prize always goes to the one who makes it further than anyone else in the game. Well, as the longest serving member of my group growing up, it definitely doesn't feel like I've won. Champion. Definition. Noun. A person who has surpassed all others in a competition. If you've been affected by the themes in this podcast, check out the episode description for information, resources and support lines.